course, we always like to hear from uh, you. Send us a text, 0457 736 736. We've got quite a few uh, texts in the bank. We're going to read those out in the second hour of the show uh, and also give away uh, one of our Global Game T-shirts, which has the lovely image of myself and Mr. Brosk and our flowing beards. Well, Broski's anyway. <laughs> on the front of it, uh, we're going to get into our A-League preview now. Don't miss the superstars of the A-Leagues on Paramount+. Plus. Every game on the channel this coming season in the men's competition. Uh, let's kick things off, Broski, with a look at Melbourne City. Last year's Premiers, of course, their third straight. Major ins for City. Tolgay Arslan, Alessandro Lopani, Steven Yugarkovic, Jamie Young, Terry Antonis, Samuel Suprayan, Marin Yakalis, Aziz Bayic, Hamza Saki, Leo Natel. It's quite a list, but so too going the other way. Geordie Boss, Scott Jamison, Valon Barisha, Tom Glover, Aidan O'Neill, Richard Vanderven, Marco Tilio, Florent Beronger. It's a really changed team from last season. Are they going to be brought back to the pack, do you think? Um, look, I, I think so, based on the, the quality of players uh, that they have lost. Um, you know, you, you mentioned a lot of them there. Aidan O'Neill, Tilio, Geordie Boss. These guys um, had outstanding seasons and just the high turnover of players, which a lot of clubs will have and, and we've seen have, have had um, heading into this season. But look, just off the back of the grand final last year, that that's going to linger for a little while. Um, it's becoming know, a, a bit of a habit, though, isn't it, for City as well, losing those big finals? It is. And look, this high turnover of players, I, I haven't seen from them in yeah. a while either. So I, I think, you know, they've been able to be so consistently good because they've kept the core of their squad um, and just, you know, tinkered here and there with, with that little bit of quality. They've had extremely good depth as well um, to cover any injuries. But, look, I, I definitely think from what I've seen anyway, and we're, we're yet to see, um, you know, a lot of the foreigners, how they settle into this team, where they where they sit, where they are. But they need a big start. They need a big season. And, and ultimately, like I said, I mean, that, this is until they're there on grand final day again, that's 6-1 and, and their record in grand final is just going to linger with them. So we'll see how they, they bounce back from that. It's going to take a while to gel with all those new players. They're doing okay, though, in the Asian Champions League. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, too, in the AFC Cup Central Coast Mariners. Of course, last year's champions beating Melbourne City 6-1 in the grand final, major ins for the Mariners. Alu Kual, Jing Reese, Will Wilson. There's an interesting acquisition from Melbourne Victory. Some Victory fans not particularly happy about that. Angel Torres, the Colombian, and Mikhail Doca, who's joined from Independiente. Again, the major outs, Broski. Bit concerning. Nectar Triantis, Jason Cummings, Sammy Silvera, Benny and Cololo, James McGarry, Moresh. They were first-choice players. And, of course, we haven't even mentioned the fact that they've lost their coach, That's Nick right. Montgomery. That's so right. all change in Gosford. Yeah, big change. And Monty leaving is is the big one because heading into last season, um, you know, not many people gave the Mariners a chance. And, and Booker obviously made comments after the grand final as well about, about the, the, you know, people showing them respect, which, look, again, most people are going off lineups heading into a season it was hard to see that team being competitive so what Monty did was was incredible he just got the entire squad believing and as the weeks went on people were waiting for them to fall they never did they just kept growing in confidence um and it was it was a, it's a it was a great story so losing him for me is is the big loss yes they've lost some quality players but if they kept him I feel like he could have rebuilt that squad and 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 done something similar. But um, mm. look, we we still don't know uh, much of Mark Jackson. You'd probably know know more given his background. But 
Um, Not it's really. a tough. Well, well it's <laughs> to a tough. Honest. It's a tough gig. Yeah. Uh, you know, tough act to follow what Monty did and what those boys did. Well, let's hear now from one of the Mariners' heroes last season, Vanuatu defender Brian Keltak, talking about his new coach, Mark Jackson. You've got a new coach, of course, Mark Jackson. He's only very new to the job. Um, have you met him yet? And, and what's what's the difference in approach between him and Nick Montgomery? Do you think? It's, it's all a, a shock uh, that Monday left, and then and then we have we have Mark Jackson back on board, and I don't see any difference between those two. They both the same from Leeds, um, grew up in the same environment, the same ambition uh, of developing the team and growing as as far as we can go in, in this league. So um, I've already met him, worked with him, already started, uh, such a nice nice person. A nice guy on and off the field, and he wants the same thing as as, as every every player to to win and to progress every every game we have. Uh, that interview recorded, of course, at the A-League launch uh, last week. You'd hope that Brian Caltech has met Mark Jackson by now, <laughs> given that they're playing at the weekend. Uh, let's talk Adelaide United, uh, Broski. Um, major ins, well, not many really. Ryan Tunnicliffe, which has uh, been a bit of a bone of contention for Reds fans, particularly as uh, Craig Goodwin and Louis DiRigo, along with George Blackwood and Juan Day, have gone out the other way. Uh, it, are those fears uh, w- with foundation from the Reds fans or do you back Carl Veert to bring through another crop of brilliant youngsters and get close to the grand final again? Uh, look, I know we're doing our predictions a little bit later and, and while my prediction will be that I don't back uh, Adelaide United and Carl Veert to to do what they're doing, I think that's honestly been a regular theme year on year and he's mm. consistently getting his size to semi-finals and, and into the finals and playing well so Craig Goodwin is a huge loss and it's disappointing to see how that whole story ended um, and, and how he ended up leaving the club but uh, look I think one thing is is certain and that's Carl Veert's ability to um, have his sides not just competitive but winning games playing good football Playing to his strengths, um, you know where where they sit and how they replace Craig Goodwin is the big question because uh, it's a huge loss. Maybe more game time for Nestor Ira and Kunda. Well, that that's something that we're looking forward to seeing, yeah. and and hopefully hopefully that is what happens because he's he's a great young kid and and he needs more. We we want to see him get more game time, start mm. to shine like you said, and and just show you know his full potential. Let's move on to the Western Sydney Wanderers, fourth last season before they lost to Sydney in week one of the finals. Major Inns, Lockie Brook, Dylan Pereas, Jack Clisby, Marcus Antonson, Josh Berlante, Dylan Sikluna and Yorit Hendricks. A few outs though, Schneidlin, Amalfitano, Mbakoto, Layuni, Traore, Lapane, Cassini Yangi is doing well at Portsmouth and Callum Neuenhoff who has gone to Hearts along with Tomislav Merchler and one or two others as well. Again, all change at the Wanderers. I was impressed with them against Adelaide in the Cup. Yeah. And then they fell off the pedestal in the next round against Brisbane. What do you make of the Wanderers this season? Um, well, look, exactly like you said. Super impressed with that game and then equally disappointed with the, the, the following game. But, I mean, that's down to Brisbane and the way that they've been playing. But, I, look, I, I think that the Wanderers this year... They've lost some good players, but there's still so much um, that they've added. And for me, Josh Brillante is that sort of missing key that they didn't have. They had a lot of good midfielders last year, good ball players, but no one with that little bit of uh, steel and mongrel in midfield that, for me, is incredibly important. Someone that screens that that defence mm. and helps the defence, does all the hard work, and then allows your Ninkovic's and, and your good quality 
good quality players to, to shine and do their thing. The one thing that I will say about the Wanderers, I think Antonton and Borello together could be a fantastic partnership, particularly with Piraeus' pace down the right and Jack Clisby's crossing ability on the left. I think they'll score some goals this season. They will. Uh, Sydney FC, they finished fifth, uh, beaten in the semi-finals by Melbourne City last season, as we've mentioned already. They've won the Australia Cup. Uh, major ins, Fabio Gomez on loan, Gabriel Lacerda on loan, the two Brazilians. Major outs, Alex Wilkinson has retired. Adam Lafondra has gone to Hibs. Paolo Retre, Jimmy Donachy, Diego Caballo and Adrian Segacic. Uh, let's hear from Sydney FC stalwart Ryan Grant on that generational change at the club. There was obviously a lot of change, some new faces, both in the staff and the players, um, as we came back to, to pre-season. And uh, you never know how that's going to go, but at the moment, the vibe is really good. Uh, obviously, winning a trophy um, makes everything seem really good, but there is a really good vibe going around. There's a, a good bunch of young players and older players sort of mingling and, and mixing. So I think it's uh, yeah, a pretty good recipe for another successful season. Broski, you're an ex-Sydney FC uh, player, legend, of course. Um they look good in the Australia Cup. Can they take that form, this more, I guess, youthful-looking side in many ways into the A-League campaign? I think they can. I think in some way, Corica's hand was forced to start bringing through some younger players, which he did and, and did well, and the boys did well. That, that's ultimately what it comes down to. You can give a kid a chance, but he has to perform and show that he's ready. So I feel like Sydney this year have built some genuine depth within the squad. Those youngsters look great. The Cup win shows it. Um, but from what I've heard as well, I think off the pitch, the play there's more of a togetherness around the around the team this year that uh, has me very confident. Okay, and uh, before we head off to a break, we will do the other six clubs in the, in a few minutes' time. But Wellington Phoenix, they uh, sneaked into the finals last year in sixth spot, knocked out by Adelaide United in week one. Not had a very busy season in terms of acquisitions. Mohamed Altai and Jack Duncan, the only two players coming in. They've lost Ollie Sale, Clayton Lewis, Stephen Ugarkovic, Josh Laws, Nico Boxall, Callan Elliott and Jan Sass. And of course, they've got a new coach in Giancarlo Italiano. He's untested at this level. They've still retained Bozidar Kraev and Oscar Zavada, which might be key. Um, how do you feel Wellington will go this season? Uh, look... Wellington's a tough place to go, and I think they really need to, like we saw with Perth last year, they really need to uh, to act on that and, and make that place difficult to go to as well. It's just, obviously, with the international uh, travel, you know, you're going to bed a couple of hours earlier. It's cold, it's windy, it's it's annoying. All those things just are so, <laughs> just make it an annoying place to go and play. Beautiful, but but tough. So if they can make that a, a real fortress, then then I think they give themselves a chance. They've got great quality all across the field. Italiano, looking forward to seeing him um, do his own thing now after after being under Ufuktale. Uh And I think there's enough quality there. To have, a, to have a good crack. Okay, you just annoyed a lot of people in Wellington. <laughs> We're off to a quick break. On the other side of it, we'll resume our A-League season preview. Let's continue with our A-League preview. Uh, Broski, Western United last season missed the finals on the back of their title success. Major ins, Angus Thurgate, Tom Hewitt-Bell, Jimmy Donachy, Daniel Pena is the interesting one for me, Riku Danzaki, and Nikita Rukovitsa. Major outs, Lacroix, Young, Kilkenny, Topo Stanley, Diamantes retired, Tongo Dumbia, Troisi, Piraeus and Connor Payne and Alexander Priovic. So again, almost a complete turnaround for John Aloisi. But mm. I, I think 
Daniel Pena's reintroduction into the A-League is exciting and potentially Rukovica as well. Both of those. Very excited to see how they go. But look, the, the outs there, you've lost about a thousand years of experience. So it's, <laughs> yes. it's not going to be easy. But the squad needed refreshing. It needed some, young, some yeah. young blood. And, and uh, so credit, uh, Johnny, for doing that. Oh, yeah, I, I do like, um, you know, Rukovic and, and Pena to see what they've got, to see how they sort of gel into this side and, and what Johnny can do with it. So very exciting. Okay, Brisbane Raw finished eighth last year. Major ins for Ross Aloisi, who's the new coach, of course. Uh, Alex Parsons, Matt Acton, Tommy Waddingham on a scholarship contract. Joe Coletti has returned to the A-League. And Florian Berenguer is a good signing from Melbourne City. Uh, the major outs, Joe Knowles, Robbie Cruz has retired. Marcel Kennedy uh, Jordan Courtney Perkins, who's gone to Sydney, Ramat Akbari, uh, Jordan Holmes and Stefan Stepovic. Uh, we saw a very uh, different and dynamic roar under Ross Aloisi. A much better season ahead, do you fancy, for Brisbane? Much better. And, and again, that's just off what we've seen already, but it's just a completely different style. It's positive. Um, you know, they've played some great uh, football. Young Waddingham looks uh, looks to be a real fine Doesn't from Aloisi as well. Yeah. So, look, I, I think it's that defensive. They, they were so defensive mode in the last couple of years, probably given the lack of goal scoring options they had. But I think Monty showed last year that, you know, if, if you're positive, if you get some confidence and the players believing, then anything is possible in this league. I mean, we, we saw it. So I, I, I like what uh, Ross is doing. Um, he's built up a few years of working under some some good managers now, going out on his own. So I'm excited to see what uh, what else he can do in the A-League. We've already seen some great football and, and the fans should be very op- optimistic. Let's hear now from Brisbane Roar's Jay O'Shea. Uh, Jay, new season, uh, new manager. Seems like a new Brisbane Roar. Is that fair? Yeah, I would say so. Um, in every department, um, I think Kaz and Zach coming in. Um, there's a great buzz around the place. New coaching staff coming in. A lot of young players coming through as well. Um, a lot of positivity around the club. And um, yeah, obviously positive signs in the Australia Cup. So hopefully we can uh, have a good season this year. What's changed in terms of on the pitch from Ross? Yeah, I think he's come with a lot of new ideas, a lot of structures. Fitness levels have definitely went through the roof in, in, compared to recent years. Um, and he's got a lot of his own ideas that he's getting across to the players really, really clearly. And um, yeah, he, he doesn't care what age the players are. He's, he's given the young boys the chance and uh, he's got a really good mix of uh, experience and youth. And um, I think it's uh, shown in the way we went in the Australia Cup. Hopefully better times ahead for Brisbane. Uh, ditto, you could say, for Perth Glory. Ninth last season, major ins under Alan Stagic, the new coach, Alexander Sushniar, uh, Oli Sale, Bruce Kamau, Oli Bazanic, Jared Carluccio, Antonis Martis. Uh, some familiar names there. Major outs, Liam Reddy has uh, retired from the early. Jacob Dows, Brad Jones has retired. Keegan Jelicic, who was influential for them uh, last year. Anthony Burke Gilroy, Jack Clisby, Zach Duncan. Goodness me, Ryan Williams, Jordan Elson, Adrian Sardinero. Again, a completely new squad. They've not made the final since 2020. The news today that they've been taken over by Robert Bree, a Melbourne property investor, is surely a sign of better things ahead. You would hope for Perth under Alan Stagic, the new coach. Yeah, you would hope. And it's just good to see someone, uh, given the investment that's been made, uh, has taken that on. And, and you want to see Perth Glory back to where they were. It's such a proud club. But the turmoil off the field in the last couple of years, there's no – it completely relates to how they sort of were going on the field. So last year, they, they've changed so many managers in the last few years. Last year, they were great at home. Um, you know, so I think with Stagic coming in and, and the experience he has – 
Um, I, I think he can turn things around for them, new owners as well. So it's all just a lot more positive yep. for, for Perth. Uh, Newcastle Jets could do with some new owners. Uh, they finished 10th last year. Major ends. Apostolos Stamatolopoulos has returned to the A-League. Jacob Dows. Uh, Lucas Moragas has returned from his loan with Wellington. Ryan Scott, Daniel Wilmering and Jason Bertomier from Valenciennes in France. Major outs. Angus Thurgate, Becca Mikkel, Tadza, Manabu Saito, Mohamed Altai, Josh Sotirio, Matt Yerman and Jack Duncan. Five years since the Jets made the finals. Arthur Pappas has gone. Robbie Stanton has come in. Can you offer Jets fans some hope for this season? And where do the goals come from in the absence of Mikkel Tadza? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Look, with, with Piscopo and, and hopefully Archie Goodwin getting some more game time, I think there's definitely goals in this squad. Robbie Stanton, I'm excited as well to see him. He's been working at Sydney, um, you know, for a number of years. So to see him now go out in his own and, and uh, try and put his stamp on his team for me is exciting. But again, it, it's hard, you know, a club with no owners that generally you can see that on the field. And, and it's been a long time since the Jets fans have had anything to be excited about. But look, with Robbie Stanton coming in from what I know of him, he will have, be a lot more positive with his squad. Okay, Melbourne Victory fans are hoping for positivity after last year's horror show. Uh, Daniel Arzani has signed for the club. Adama Traore has returned for a third stint. Zinedine Makac has arrived from Greece. Fabian Monge and Ryan Teague, former Sydney FC players. Going out the other way, Leighton Brooks, Cadete, Tommy Juric, Nani, of course, George Timoteo, Josh Berlante, Will Wilson, Fernando Romero, end of his loan, and Bruce Kamau, ditto. Um, Jake Brimmer back to full fitness. That could be yeah. the key. Along with Arzani, who's still a very big talent, can Popper get the best out of him? Well, if he can't, nobody can. You know, yeah. Popper brings, um, you know, that discipline and, and work ethic into every single player. And if you're not doing it, you won't play. It's that simple. So I think Arzani needs a big season. It's been a number of years now uh, where he's sort of just not playing to the level we can, we, we know of him. And, and I think under Popper, hopefully we do. Last but by no means least, R. MacArthur, the Bulls won, if that's the right term, the wooden spoon after winning the Australia Cup last year. Major ins for Milos Stajowski, Clayton Lewis, Matt Yerman, Rafael Borges-Rodriguez, Christian Popovich, Valer Jaman, who looked very good in the AFC Cup, Daniel Nizic and Yanni Nikolaou. Going out the other way, Craig Noon, Bachana Arabuli, Alexander Sushnia, Al-Hassan Toure, Moudin Najjar, and the aforementioned Daniel Arzani. They have done well in the AFC Cup, Broski, against albeit limited opposition. I'm excited by their attacking partnership of Germain and a fit again, Uli Davila. And Danny De Silva as yep. well. It, it's uh, Look, it is a good front three. It's a good squad, well-rounded squad for me. Um, so, look, I think Mile Stojovski with a full preseason under him now, um, look, it, it is exciting. I, I know the crowds weren't there, but, you know, crowds come with a, with a winning team, you know. So I think if this team on paper can fulfil its potential, Stojovski, like I said, coming in fresh, um, then they'll get the crowds back. Okay. That leaves us about a minute or so, Broski, for you to tell us, Who's going to win the championship this season? Alex Molchanoff, you can chip in as well. I don't think we've got time to go through 1 to 12. Mm. Sorry, Broski. No, so just good. give us your winners. Well, my win- I've got Sydney. I've got Sydney winning this year. <laughs> There's a shock. Well, not really. I didn't have them last year. So <laughs> okay. For a couple of years, I haven't had them. I'm going the other side of Sydney. I think it's the Wanderers' year. I love Ooh. their attacking oh. options. I'm sold on their, their win over Adelaide in the Cup. They were so good that night. Um, and I think Brenda Borello's just poised for a, a massive season. Well, I'm going to go for Sydney FC purely on the back of the fact that at this time of season, all we've got to go on really is the Australian <laughs> Cup. Cup. But as, as we've just pointed out, 
You know, the A-League goes through so much tumult during the off-season. There are yeah. so many players coming and going. It's difficult almost to keep a li- uh, you know across it all. So goodness knows how these uh, teams are going to play out when the season starts. I remember last season, I think I tipped Melbourne victory. I did too. To win the championship. So that worked out well, didn't mm. it? Who did you tip Broski last year? Um, good question. I think, I, I think I had City. From memory. City. I did have City. Well, that was a pretty safe bet, wasn't it? Have you oh. got a Johnny Warren medal winner? Uh, I've got a couple options. I've got uh, Lolly, Borello, Brimmer, or Davila. I think if Macarthur have a good season, Davila will be getting a lot of points. I'm going to go. I'm going to stay with Macarthur. I'm going to say Valère Germain. Okay. You okay. look at his pedigree. Um, absolutely superb, and he's done well in the AFC Cup. And I know that's against you know pretty low opposition with respect to them. But I think that partnership with Davila has got real potential. What about you, Mulchi? I like Borello just because of Antonson uh-huh. and the the fact that I think his addition will give him a little bit more space. The mm-hmm. other one I like is Tolga Arslan. What yes. I've seen of him in the Champions League so far, he looks a very special player. Okay, the A-League, where stars are made every round, every game, is live only on Paramount+. Plus. We cannot wait for the season to start. We're off to another break on the other side of it. In the second hour of the show, we will chat women's football with Alicia Carnavas. We'll chat Asian football with Paul Williams. And we will chat Premier League at the top of the hour with Spencer Pryor and answer some of your texts and tweets as well. See you soon.